This, 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 this is mythical. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This is Dispatches from Myrtle Beach with Charles Neal and my son Link from Good Mythical Morning. How you doing, Link? I'm doing pretty good, Dad. Uh, I know you're not doing as well as I am because I know that we've been talking and uh, you had to make a special trip back up to North Carolina to be, you and Nancy to be with her mom, right? Because she's, her health is not good, right? They basically called the family in. That she's towards yeah, she the had end. A, yeah, she had a stroke, pretty bad stroke Monday, and they're just keeping her comfortable. And there's a lot of people knows, and it's just a waiting game now. So, but I appreciate you asking. Yeah. So you've been yeah. up there a couple of days, and now Nancy's still up there, and you came back down just to record the show, right? That would be correct. Okay. What yeah. so what what's the what's the vibe up there? Because I know that um, you know she's she's not been in good health and she's had some close calls with it, with it being the end before. I think I remember you you were talking about how she's not she hasn't been that communicative for a while. She she hadn't she probably she probably hadn't talked to us and. St- said any sentences or words or anything in probably three years. Oh, I didn't realize it's been that long. So what is yeah, the, what's uh, the vibe like at this point? Because you're basically like well, all getting together and camping out like the whole family's around, right? Well, we just kind of, we don't, you don't really have to rush because they look after and we get up early in the morning and stay about six or seven o'clock and then Go home, try to get some sleep, and if something happens during the night, they'll they'll call uh, and just see. But I mean, she's uh, 
she's resting, but they they give her morphine every four hours or three hours to keep her comfortable where she's not mm-hmm. in any pain or hurting or anything. So she'll get the uh, twitching from where she had that stroke, and they say that's kind of where she may be starting her. Because when they move her around and change her bed and the stuff, she kind of uh, is pretty uncomfortable for her. Oh. So, well, I mean, it's, but, you know, you think about kind of like it's when you get, if you are fortunate enough to live, to die of old age, basically. Yeah. You know, it's a certain type of, it's a certain way to go, right? I mean, you, when you get into the specifics of what it is that you got that's going to, that's going to send you over the edge, send you to the afterlife or whatever, you know, it's like, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, you, you talk about, in one sense, I find myself thinking, well, you know, I want to live to a ripe old age and then I just want to die in my sleep. You know, that's what people say about how, how's how I want to go, you know? Um, well, yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, but that don't happen a whole lot. <laughs> yeah, because when you get, when you're dying of old age, it's... You got a lot of things. You got, a, well, you know, I, me and Aunt, your Aunt Tacey talked a little bit this morning and talked about, you know what, it's been five or six years since Papa died, and we kind of sat around and had to watch with that. So, you know, it's... Uh, right. It's pretty, I, I understand what you're saying. It'd be nice if you could just turn the switch off and go on to sleep. And, well, in some countries you can, I think. Not in this country. But, no, not in this case. Yeah, it's like, but the dying of old age and just kind of easing out is not, um, it's not as, it's not as it easy, easy as it sounds, you know? No. I mean, there's very few ways that you want to go, I don't know, I don't know if there's an optimal way to go out, you know? They say in your sleep, just out of nowhere, I don't know. I'm sorry to be so morbid, but me and my friend Banjo was talking about this morning. You know, when it's your time, it's your time, and when it's time for the good Lord to come take you, He's gonna come get you, one way or the other. So that, that's the way it is. If you could know, yeah. would you? If somebody no. could tell you, you wouldn't know. Absolutely not. Yeah, He ain't gonna let you know that. Yeah, and I've no, I don't know about no. these fortune tellers. I'm suspicious of that. Uh, I'm not going to pay uh, one of them yeah. to tell me something. Then they'll be wrong, and then I've, I've built, I've built my whole exit around back. some palm reader. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that ain't a good idea. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you came back down to record the show, and I, I oh, appreciate yeah. you doing that. And oh yeah, I told you the other day. You know that these people out there waiting to see what me and you's going. Come up with next. The show's got to go on. Ain't want a whole lot I could do. So, and me and that. Hey, when we when we when we got ready to go Monday, we packed some nice clothes, like you know, for a funeral or some stuff. I carried one pair of blue jeans and about three shirts to wear, and we done been up there four days. You've been wearing the same so pants. I, and, yeah. Not the same underwear. I carried plenty of underwear. Okay. But, uh, but, and then Nancy needed some stuff that was her mother's. And so, you know, it was a, it was a good time for us to do dispatches from Myrtle Beach. 
Okay. Come you back could, and get some Had to studs. come back and get some britches. Yeah, that would be correct. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think I'd got to where I could take them off and stand them in the corner and then jump back in them in the next morning. <laughs> Oh, they're that's that stiff. <laughs> well, they won't quite that stiff, but they they were probably getting there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I'll go. You can go months without the right kind of britches. You can go months without washing them. Yeah. Now, uh, I mean, so on a happier note, I see I have a box over here. I have not opened it. Okay. So, do you know what's in this box? Uh, oh yeah, I know. Yeah, I got. That's our huh? signal you just, award. Okay, well we you got, you're not you're not got good one at giving gifts, year. man. You're not good at surprises. I I you could have wait and I could have just opened the box. Okay, <laughs> that's well. right. Look at that, man. That's a beauty signal award number two for dispatches from Myrtle Beach. You've got your copy too. No, I ain't got one yet. Oh, you don't have one? That's mine. That's mine. That ain't yours. Uh, Apparently got sent to the office. Oh, ser- oh, seriously? I didn't so I didn't I get I didn't get one? <laughs> well, it's your show. <laughs> it's my okay. show. <laughs> I I mean you, you know, got the special shelf, right? But you know, you know, last time I think mine came in and then yours was about two or three weeks later. Okay. Well, all right. I'll send this to you. The we are the bronze winner in the weird category, and the listeners' choice. That would be me and you, and the (laughs) listeners' choice. We are weird, and we are sending this to you so that you can put it on your shelf. All right, with the other one. That's right. Yeah, and keep leave room because they're going to keep coming. I believe it. That's that's right. I believe so too. Congratulations, Dad. We're Thanks. officially award-winningly weird two years in a row. Yeah. yeah. So, man, <laughs> hey, we get this uh, promoted up enough and the signal wars up there, you know, we may get the character and see Fallon one day and bring it on the show. Can't ever okay. tell you. <laughs> All right. I, I think I might be going on the Tonight Show again soon. But I, okay. I, I've got other things that I'm obligated to promote. I understand. But um, I've been prom- I've been promoting your other stuff. I'll put in I'll put in a good word for you. I'll I'll grease the skids for a dispatcher's Myrtle Beach. But I got to promote the mythical cookbook. You know that thing's coming out um, in a month or two, and yeah, it's great. I, I'll definitely get you a copy. It's time for another edition of Myrtle Beach Mailbag. We got a dispatch from Courtney Hester, and it's got something that you and I have, me especially, that that know a lot about it, but she's got a thing here and says, Hey, Charles and Link, my mom has recently been diagnosed with leukemia, and I'm absolutely terrified and heartbroken. I was hoping to get some encouragement or advice from y'all on how to handle this because right now I don't think I'm handling this very well. Link, does it ever get easier for your mind knowing that your dad has leukemia? I think that's what's so bad for me 
My mind is just going in 90 different directions with this news, and they aren't all good thoughts. I'm scared for her and myself, and thoughts, encouragement, and advice are appreciated. Well. it's a good question. Yeah. I remember uh, when you first told me, it was like the initial news was very scary to find out that, you know, your dad's got cancer and um, of any sort. And leukemia is very scary. Um, that's, I mean, so I... I definitely empathize from your perspective um, that it's it, it's just scary. It's like, okay, how do how do I respond? What do I do? But like for you, I mean, we can go back to like, how did you process it? Well, when I found out I had it, I was maybe Courtney like your mother. I don't know. There's a lot of different kinds of leukemia, and you didn't tell me, and I don't know if you know right. which kind she has, because there's all kinds of there's all kinds of treatment for leukemia. Different kinds of treatment. Some can be more entailed than others, and mine was well. The words that I told Link and what I told them, they told me if I was going to have a type of leukemia that I got, and I have CLL leukemia, chronic lymphatic leukemia. And they said, well, if you're going to have a type of leukemia, this is the best kind to have. And I told the doctor, I said, well, that's a hell of a thing to tell somebody. <laughs> but, yep. you know, and, it, <clears throat> and then they told me, said, we got some medicine we'll get you on, and and we're go- I'm, and then this, my Dr. Brander told me, said, you are not going to die from this. You go, you'll die from something, but it won't be from CLL leukemia. Because, I, I mean, there's been a lot of people since I've got it, and that's been about four and a half, five years ago, that <clears throat> I, I've got friends that's got it now, and some, some of them don't even have to take it. i got a friend that just got it. They're not even doing any treatments with him, but like me, when what I told, I, I had to take three chemo pills a day to keep my blood levels where they need to be and where I feel like doing this and going on all these different right. trips we've been on and stuff. Right. So, so it has, know, Courtney, it has worked out yeah. for you. It has played out that way that like, you know, you're well taken care of, and it's not going to, you know, it has an impact on your life on a month-to-month oh, basis, yeah. and there's, like, potential side effects of the the drugs you're taking and everything, but, like, the prognosis is good for you, and we don't know what it is for uh, Courtney's mom, and, uh, but there was that window when you had, before you had was there any window of time where it was like you didn't know how bad it was going to be for you? And then you, because at that point, you just have to say, okay, I have to move forward and fi- find a path forward that involves treatment and the right doctors. And, you know, um, I, and the, because your mind can go all sorts of places like Courtney is is describing, right? Yeah, that, that that's the main thing when you find, Ever what kind of leukemia that she has, <coughs> all these doctors that deal with leukemia specialize in all these special kinds. My, 
My, like my CLL doctor don't do any other kinds of leukemia. All, I mean, there's an MLL leukemia and that uh, my first cousin David's wife had. She's passed on now. That, that ain't what, well, it might have contributed a little bit. But anyway, so, so Courtney, you know, just for your mother and tell her, just, just find her, ever what kind of leukemia she has. Most of them can be treated and they can live a full life with them and uh, and just get a good doctor that knows what they're doing somewhere. And and I, I don't know where y'all live at and where she's at, but uh, that, that'd be my... Because it took me a while to get to a doctor that knew what they were doing. Uh, right. Probably, I think, Lincoln, probably six months or so. Because right. the doctor's office I was dealing with didn't kind of do what they were supposed to, and I finally ended up calling Duke myself and asked them if they had got these orders about where they were trying to get me in over there. And the girl finally found me in the computer and said, well, they sent half the stuff over here. We ain't got the other half. And right. Yeah. I, so that's when I, I think that that's when I kind of took the bulls by the horns and I asked that girl, I said, well, is there any way I can just do this myself? Yeah. And she said, oh yeah, we'll take care of it right now. So that's, that's kind of, that's I think what, that's what a good did. lesson is that, you know, for Courtney, for your mom and for all of us, like when we have a diagnosis, we have a problem. It's like, you have to be your own advocate and you've got to be very engaging. You just can't do what just one person says. That's why second and third opinions exist, but also stay having, somebody who can stay on top of it and analyze it and has a mind for that type of detail and that tenacity, um, you know, is, is pretty important. And I think that as far as the emotional processing of all of it as a daughter, you know, I think it's, you know, depending on what the prognosis is, you, even if it's a worst case scenario, you're given some heads up that, Okay, this if if this is what uh, is gonna be, if this is what is gonna be the end for her, then you have a little runway, at least some heads up, to react to it, you know. Um, and that yeah. could be a blessing in some ways. Maybe it's a small way. Um, and I think just being emotionally available and honest and there's there's times to be strong for people you love and there's times to be vulnerable and to just be in the pain and the sorrow with them and then making sure that you're taking care of yourself that might include uh talking to a therapist or um, at least someone that you love and trust who can be you, you know an outlet for you if you're being strong oh, for yeah. your mom where you can be well, you can let it out and process w what you're going through, which is in and of itself its own thing that you just don't need to you don't need to ignore. It's uh you know it's going to come out sideways if you don't. You know, it'll come out one way or another. These these emotions and this experience. So I wish you the best, and you know we're sending love to your mom and to you uh, as you process this news. Well, I maybe the last thing, though, Courtney, when I when they 
my regular doctor found my CLL leukemia <coughs> and told me that I had cancer. And uh, they weren't equipped to tell me a whole lot about it. So it was, I think what I'm trying to say is the first time you hear that you or like your mother have cancer and whatever type of leukemia or cancer or whatever it is, it, it, it's pretty tough to prog prognose. And with what you're feeling is not anything that I can tell you that I didn't feel and probably Link didn't feel that we didn't encounter. So you, you're, you're just a normal daughter worrying about her mother. That's all I'm I'm, gonna, I'm just going to tell you that because, I mean, that's that's just normal reaction to finding out somebody that you love has a type of cancer and leukemia. So you, you I think y'all will probably be all right, but just like we said, just get you a, get to a good doctor that knows what kind you got, and I think they'll be able to take care of it. So you can, you got our email Rather be shagging at 53L.com. You, when you kind of give us a little note, and we, we may not say anything to you about it, but I'll read it and know that, see how your mom's doing and everything. So send us a little note how she's doing and everything. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Rhett and Link made a very special throwback episode of GMM just for the mythical society that you can watch for free. Go watch now and get your Nagas... Oh, Lord. No, uh, nostalgia. Oh, nostalgia. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 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 okay. So go watch now and get your nostalgia on open to all degrees, including intimates at mythicalsociety.com. <laughs> so it's um, initiates, not intimates. <laughs> initiates. <laughs> not lingerie. You better be glad you're paying attention, Lug. Okay. <laughs> Go watch now and get your nostalgia on, open to all degrees, including initiates at mythicalsociety.com. There you go.
It's time for another edition of Shagging Around the World. Well, you know, we, me and Nancy's been hard at it for the last two months. We've been to Aruba. Oh. And now, now we we just got off the boat about two weeks ago, and we've been shagging around the world again. We went on a cruise with the Cat 5 Band and Too Much Sylvia and... uh. Too Stay much Sylvia, and, the band, and Cat yep. Cat Five. What? Cat Five. That's this okay. it. Cat Five, like the hurricane, but it's a, it's another. That's what, every so, time before Cat Five comes on, they got a big song that comes on, and it's got a all the noise like a hurricane's coming in, and that that's how they get introduced. How this does is, this go over uh, on a cruise ship? <laughs> Good Lord. Are there people there who didn't? It was like, well, okay, what? We got we to gotta batten down the hatches? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I mean, I'll, there's a lot of other people, but they won't. But like, I think about 300 of us that signed up and went on this cruise with the two bands. Okay. So, so what uh, what did y'all do? Was it just a, every night the band would play and y'all would just shag? And then the rest of the day you just well, eat from a buffet and lounge? Did a lot of that, yeah. But they had something with the bands every day, but one day, and then we had a DJ with us too that had a, that would play in between the bands and <coughs> be there. So, oh, we had a big time. Oh, we, I'm telling you, we, we had a good time. Where did the ship start and end? We went to Nassau to start with. What'd you do when you got off the boat? We went to Haiti. We went to Haiti the last one. Oh, you went to Haiti. And, and I went snorkeling there. Okay. Now you're a pro at snorkeling. Uh, hey, so they let you. So you got to get. You can't be drinking enough cold beers that you don't. You can't find a boat, right? No, they weren't gonna leave my ass. I was gonna be back on there. What time I was supposed to be? Okay. Me and Nancy both. I won't, I won't get left in Haiti. That ain't a good country to get left in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so what's a highlight besides? Uh, I guess this the shagging. Well. Uh, we had a day at sea, and in between the bands playing, we set out in the sun, and then they they had the world's sexiest man contest. Is that right? Oh, yeah. And, and you could know, anybody and enter? You, and you know your daddy. Of course, I had there were some people pushing me into it, but I, I said... I'm getting in on this. They didn't thing. have to push too hard. <laughs> no, they didn't. They want no bruises on me. Nothing. Uh-huh. So, uh, what I, was the prize that that was up for grabs here? You just won. They bragging they rights. No, that was it. You just bragging rights. Yeah. Okay. But so, what did you? It was. How did you? How did you participate? You literally. Did you 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 were literally pushed up onto like some sort of a stage in front of judges? Oh, well, they was they was six of us in it, and I was the next to the last one. And I walked up and danced. There was three girls that was judges, young girls. <laughs> I can I see a and, photo now. 
Uh, you yeah. you ha- you only have board shorts on. You don't even have shoes on. I got no. Got my swimming trunks on, and uh, up there dancing That's it. with the. That's all you have on, Dad. Are you yeah. hold, are you holding a coconut? Why are you what's this? You're squatting. Why are you squatting? I'm dancing and rubbing my butt on this girl, trying oh. to win the contest. Oh, there's a woman behind you. You were doing yeah, a that, lap dance, a lap dance with all them girls. Yep. Dad, yeah, did you did you I'm rub saying. your ass on each of them equally? Every one of them. I, I danced in front of every one of them. Oh, okay. Well. Now you've turned around. I can see yep. you're still on the same woman, though. You gave her the front yeah. and you gave her the back. Okay, yeah. now I see you're on. You're on to the next woman. Well, you're getting kind of low with the second woman. <laughs> Good God, yeah. eh? How how long was your performance? Uh, I think it lasted about three or four minutes. Oh, what 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 was your com- like? Tell me about the competition. Like you were sizing up the other uh, sexy guys, how did they compare? Well, they was all about thirty or let's see, 30, yeah, thirty years or more younger than I was, and they was all buffed and skinny. Some of them was real skinny. <laughs> and they didn't. They, you know, they they won't. They want an old man like I was getting up by a day, and uh, they were so, so they, they none of them had what you had, which was age, which is experience. Yep, I bet you none of them had the tan you've got, and I bet you none of them had the body hair you have. Am I right? None of none of nope, they didn't none of them have none of that. What yeah. did you have? That yeah, they one didn't of them, have? Gir- one of them girls is just rubbing all over my chest. <laughs> Uh, so okay, yeah. And um, how were how were you judged? Were, did they was it cheering? They were the judges. Were they holding Those up? Th- were they holding up numbers? How did they indicate their scores? They just told the that guy standing behind us there with the muscle thing on. Uh, they judged it on uh, three different things. I don't remember what it was, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> Tan, body was, hair, and age. I hope. Yeah. So that's what I told when he when he interviewed me down front down there, <clears throat> and I said, I know all I know all them girls is probably gonna vote for somebody else. I said, but they won't never have a seventy one year old man dance front in front of them like I did. <laughs> and that man looked at me and said, "You are seventy one." I said, "That would be correct." <laughs> yep. And then you did you. Say, do you know who I am? Did you, did you? No, I didn't. You had the that, mic. That have, was it. That's a big crowd. Yeah, that was. A, yeah, I, I didn't have. He was kind of in control, like mm. you know, you y'all are sometime with. Okay. And, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you didn't get to promote the podcast. So don't no. keep us in suspense anymore. Oh, no, wait a minute! I can't say that. I told all the guys that was in it about the podcast, and that. Like, uh, like when you were in the wings, and, like pre-sexy? Yeah, in the wings over there and told him, I said, you, I said, we'll be talking about all of y'all and all of us dancing in front of them girls about trying to win the world sexiest man thing. So I said, world so y'all need to man. watch, y'all need to watch dispatches from Myrtle Beach. So you only told the sexy men. Oh, that's fine. 
We'll take sexy men. Welcome. Welcome, sexy men. Learn from the best and his son. <laughs> Don't keep us in suspense anymore. What did you what did you win? I I didn't win nothing. I got a thing right oh, here Dad, that just shows says you did not win. <laughs> Hold it back a little bit. There you go. So, okay. If I'm reading this right, you did not win. That's what it says. Which was all right. There's there's a picture. So who it. did win? Was he sexy? I mean, could, could you deny it? Yeah, he was. He was pretty. He was pretty buffed up and pretty, pretty sexy. Link. Okay. Yeah. Hey, he put on a show when he danced. I, I didn't. I did. I, I danced and did the best I. But he, he was. He was doing push-ups and on the chairs and all kind of stuff in front of him. I mean, sounds like a jock to me. That's, that yeah, is, he he was strong. Yeah, you can't, so, but you, uh, it's all a, but he, it's more about the moves than it is about. I mean, anybody can do a push up, but um, grinding that ass on a complete stranger on a cruise ship—that right there. Well, he sexy. he did he did a lot he did a lot of that. I'm telling okay. you, he did a lot of so. But it was fun. Ma yeah. You know what? Maybe next year, Dad. You're the sexiest yeah. man in my book. That's for sure. Well, that's what it, uh, I had a guy to tell me that if I'd have worn my, you said I didn't have no shoes on. It, they said if I'd have worn my black and white shagging shoes that I'd have worn. Either that or your elf costume. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Either, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. So after that, we're like, people coming up to you on the cruise ship and say, yeah, hey, some of them, some, sexy old man. Yeah. Good yeah, work. That, some of them, a lot, right smarter people come up and told me I did a good job and thought I ought to won. <laughs> you know, back when I was in high school, we had every year they would do, at Harnett Central High School, they would have a Mr. Harnett Central pageant. And... Um, I entered that as a as a senior, and they had like sexiest legs award, and then they had like the charisma award, and then they had overall sexy. Uh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't win any of those, but because I'm a, you know, I don't, I didn't peak in high school, <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, who does that, you know? So I'm glad I didn't win, but like we had to do like a dance routine and. We were wearing like a tux, and there was a, there was a shirtless part. And when it was the sexy legs part, there was they put like a big thing of paper up, and so all you could see was the thighs and below. And then you know, people would like flex their quads or whatever, and then get a special oh, yeah. vote. But um, <clears throat> yeah, I know how it feels to not win a sexy contest. But you, you know what? Yeah. We, we, you, we know that we're going to peak later in life. I think you might be peaking right now. I think yeah. I'm. I think we're <laughs> both peaking right now. Yeah, we might be. Yep. Yeah. So maybe you we're, won't ever win. We. And I'm not going to enter picking. another one because I'm definitely <laughs> not getting on a cruise. I am not on board for a cruise ship. No pun intended. I just don't like the idea of it. You know. I don't like be I don't like being trapped with the same group of people that I can't get away from. And I mean, yeah, you're not even don't hard. even mention the sickness of it all. 
I mean, well, I know all I know all about that. I I come home and ended up gonorrhea. With COVID, so, uh, yeah. oh yeah, COVID. No. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you got to clap, Dad. No, <laughs> what'd you get? No, no. What'd you I'm get like, on that ship, Dad? Got, just got the COVID when I got home. The COVID. He got the COVID. But hey, I, it was like you said, you couldn't get away because I got recognized several times on this ship by people who knew what dispatches from Myrtle Beach was. Really? Oh, yes. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Sure did. So te- people, uh, t- people taking pictures with you. Yeah. People, how many? I wonder how many p- people took pictures of you when you were like sleeping on a lounge chair, with just your mouth gaped open, just out there on the on the pool I deck. Done. I couldn't. I don't know. You'd have to ask Nancy that question. She might have been awake. Yeah. If I was sleeping, I don't know who was taking the picture. Right. Yeah. The last day we were getting ready to go. Uh, Couple, well, a couple come walking up the hallway, <clears throat> and they finally stopped me and said, "We we've been watching you, and we know you're Charles from Dispatches from Myrtle Beach." <laughs> and I said, "That would be correct." And they said, "Oh my God, we got ready to know. We didn't want to bother you or nothing." I said, "No, it's it's all right." So <laughs> I took a picture of them standing in the hallway, that the hallway we stayed on, but. Maybe I should. It you was think, fun. You, you, I, even though you got COVID, or the COVID, you don't. You, you, you're still a fan of cruises. No, I didn't say that. I'm asking. Well, Nancy got sick one day, and had to go back to the room seasick, and we bought them patches and all that stuff. Uh huh. We don't have. We don't have very good sea legs. Mm-hmm. When we go somewhere. We like to just fly there, get off an airplane, yep. go to wherever we're going, and right. have a big time for a week and not have to just and then get back on the plane and come home. That's what I'm talking about. I'm, and so me and you's in the same boat now. We're, well, no, it's not a boat. Uh-uh. We're not in a boat at all, Dad. That's the point. Yeah. That's we're, on the, we're on the same beach. Yeah. But we are not in the same boat. That's right. That's right. So we we uh, we we hope that all of y'all's having fun with us here today, and we're excited to be back. Cause uh, I won't hear for a little while. And don't forget to tune in next week for another mini dispatch. And please click those follow and subscribe buttons wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. And while you're at it, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Yes. And if you got a joke. Question, comment, you'd like to share with me, email me at ratherbeshagging53 at aol.com. And we can't wait to spin your world again around next time. And then I'm going to throw one shout out. Michael, from Too Much Sylvia's Son, I'm, I'm talking to you today. We're going to swing your world one more time like we did on that cruise. Woo-wee. <laughs> I love it, Dad. I'm glad you made it back. Send my love to Nancy and the whole family as they're uh, with with her mama. Love you. Love you. Okay. <laughs>